This is the Fitness Tech Podcast show number 31 for April 20th, 2011. We are once again here at the Gallup Studios. I'm here with Jamie Eichmeyer. Jamie, how are you this afternoon? Wonderful, Jim. How are you doing? I am doing very well. We're uh, during the, doing this during lunch uh, today. Right. It's kind of nice Changing to come in up. the afternoon. Yeah, change it, it up a little bit. And, and uh, we've got some good things to talk about. We don't have an interview. Nope. We don't, uh, we don't have a special. Nope. We're back to kind of podcast number three where it was just right. you and me talking. Right. I'm kind of excited about that. And and uh, we have some stuff to share. Um, I did get some feedback. Uh, I'll look up the email here in just a second um, uh, about the Fitness Tech Podcast. So a little bit in the show, I'll oh, read good. a letter from a listener. Um, we've been telling folks that um, if you do want to interact with the show, maybe even get your stuff read on the on the Fitness Tech Podcast, you can send an email to me, podcast at TV. That will get uh, your email to me. And then you might even get that uh, read on the show. So if you want 15 seconds of fame, Send us your feedback, right? We love feedback. Yeah, we, we, we love it indeed. Um, Jamie, how um, how's your workouts coming uh, leading up to the Lincoln Marathon? We have May 1st is the Lincoln Marathon. May 1st. You're going to do the half. Yes. Um, my long runs have been going great, been getting them in, feeling wonderful. My fueling is good during the long runs. I've been experimenting one day I'll do just shot blocks. Another day I'll do those power gel circle filled things gooey um gummy things and i can't decide which i like better because they both are working well so you should take both that's a good idea good thing we're you talking know, about there, this there you go <laughs> yeah and, and i know that's a big concern but been it a is. lot of talk on the facebook page on the right. marathon facebook page and t- for other marathon uh, runners, I've been more um, uh, cognizant of marathon blogs lately. I don't know why. That's good. But I've been reading other folks' marathon blogs, and, and there's this kind of talk of what do you eat. Mm-hmm. Jamie, as you're preparing for anything, right? Uh, exactly. Any kind of race, whether you're walking or running, and, and it's probably going to go a duration of 60 minutes or more, right? Correct. Where, where you're going to need to fuel. That's when you'll need to fuel. What's some tips? What what tips do you have for people along the lines of Once of you nutrition? hit the 45 to 60-minute mark and you know you're going to go longer and it's not just a 10K, um, then you want to start fueling with um, either the shot blocks or goos or gels or the um, jelly bean type things that aren't actual jelly beans, but they're made by, you know, Power Bar and Cliff. Um Every 15 minutes, you want to take something and chew on it. And then um, liquid on the course, go for the Gatorade because that will give you electrolytes and help restore your balances and it'll help prevent cramping and fatigue. Whereas water, I mean, yeah, it's good for hydration, but it doesn't help with electrolytes. So you want to go with the Gatorade. And then um, take your shot box or your goo every 15 minutes. I mean, goo... The gel is different than the shot blocks, but the if you're chewing something every 15 minutes. Okay, about every 15. Yes. You know, and I think a couple of the things I've learned in training, and, and you can validate this, one is important to practice. Very important right? to practice. So if you're doing long runs on the weekends, try yes. some of those foods, right? You're, exactly. And your, um, your body will let you know how you're feeling. If you're having gastrointestinal intestinal distress, then um, stay don't go back to those types of foods and gels start feeling you could even break up pieces of a power bar and use that as your fuel if that works better for you and you know your stomach can handle that yeah and that's actually something i've been doing good um, i think for lincoln i'm gonna i i uh, i use pure protein bars double uh-huh. chocolate or chocolate delight or i bought that last night did you yep. yummy chocolate is what i it call it good. it's just it's very delicious and i think what i'm gonna do is slice those up into small little Perfect. bite size maybe eight seven or eight bite-sized mm-hmm. pieces, 
put that in a little baggie and exactly. that, that'll go in, in my, in my pouch, um, for That's the marathon. Good. And I'll take those, uh, I practiced with raisins, mm-hmm. um, the other day I've been trying to do kind of more all natural kind of things. Good. And so, um, a bag full of raisins. Uh, we joked, uh, uh, on the last podcast on 30, uh, Carrie and I were talking about our 22 mile run. And I joked that I'm, I'm going to run my way through, or I'm going to eat my way through a marathon. And so I just started eating from the very start. So a couple of raisins every few minutes. Good. You know, I just reach in, carry the bag. Um, and that seemed to work really well. It's um, really good fuel. I tried some goo. I tried the Power Bar goo, mm-hmm. which is yep. just delightful for me. That's, I found out that really worked. Oh, good. And I'll be contrary to your Gatorade statement. I found the Gatorade was making me sick. Oh, really? So that's me. Yep. That's not the that's same not for everyone. everybody. That's mm-hmm. why it's important, right? You got to find your own You do, regime. for sure. Mm-hmm. What are you going to drink then? Well, I'm going to use water. Water? This is, uh-huh. Yeah, I'm going to just, I'm going to sip water. Depends on the temperature. Well, I especially did. since you have those types of, you know, what you're feeling with that work great with water, you know, and that could interact with the Gatorade. Yeah. So it depends what you're taking. Yeah. It, you know. It does, right? It, it does. All depends. It all you depends on each place. person. You do. You yeah. have to test it out. That's why you have your long runs to test right. out what to do for the full Monty. Yeah, you definitely need to, need to practice that the exact right uh, formula mm-hmm. is for me. So this time, this year, no Gatorade. Kind of depends on the heat. I've been finding in the colder runs, I don't need electrolyte replacement nice. during during the run. Because mm-hmm. um, you're not sweating as much either. Exactly. Right. Uh, on the 22 miler, we did have heat coming back. It was a nice day, and oh. I was drinking lots of water, and that got me through. Now at the end of it, I, I we went to Walgreens. Um, we walked by Walgreens and stopped in, and I bought a big thing of Gatorade, and I just chugged it. And uh-huh. It was great. Oh, good. Replenished some of the things that right. I needed. It felt really good. Chocolate milk. I, yes. I did another ch- chocolate milk when I got back to the car for awesome. the protein. And I had a protein bar. Wonderful. So um, some post-race um, fueling. So lots of questions around that. And, of course, if you have questions, you can always send us an email, podcast at theaverageguy.tv. Um, lots of information about what you can do. Most important thing, I think, is find out what works best for you, right? Right. And a lot of people have questions on how should I eat a couple days before the half yeah. and full marathon and what do you eat the morning of? Lots of myths about that, isn't Lots there? What, what's your recommendations, Jane? My recommendation is um, starting two days before because what you eat two days before is what your muscles and body will use the day of the race. So starting two days before, you want to start carb loading. So having um, more pasta meals, um, oatmeal for breakfast, more carbs throughout the day, eat sandwiches, and then um, keep um, continuing that. And then the morning of the race, get up early, so hour to hour and a half before the race, even two hours before, have um, either a bagel with peanut butter or... My favorite. Which is delicious. You know, whole grain toast, peanut butter, and banana. Mm-hmm. Um, some people like cereal, but if it's high fiber cereal, you want to stay away from that. Yeah, and it, I heard milk isn't great either because it, it, it can coat the lining of your stomach and not right. allow for proper absorption of the nutrients while you're eating, while you're running. Exactly. So yes. I think that's a Carrie. I think Carrie told me that. We'll yes. blame that on her. <laughs> but uh, so I, I always used to do cereal and right. now I've switched over to no, no milk. Good. Uh, the morning of and mm-hmm. bagel, whole wheat bagel, whole wheat bagel. Pe- uh, crunchy peanut butter. Yum. And whatever fruit I can get my hands on. And exactly. Just consume that an hour before the race. Right. Which would be perfect. And just sticking with carbs with a little bit of protein, you yeah. know, a good amount of protein. Yeah. So good. And even that I found everybody kind of has their sweet spot. Oh, so yes. it's again, you need to kind of practice and figure right. out what works well for you and what fuels mm-hmm. you. 
if you have a really good race, remember. This is why some people journal what they what they do or what they yeah, eat. so they can remember that and continue on that practice. Yeah, because sometimes you don't remember or you exactly. forget. So if you have so a really foggy. good race and uh, you've kept track of that, then then you kind of know. Um, and, and that doesn't apply to just running. That can be biking or hiking or, right. or anything, anything along those lines where you're out there doing that kind of stuff. So exactly. Well, good stuff. Well, Jamie, that's coming up fast. It We're is just, just a week. Week and a half. Mm, week and a half away from mm-hmm. that. And I know uh, some folks who listen to the podcast also are running May 1st in other locations. Um, that seems to be a popular day for uh, for marathons that day. So for sure. For all those folks running halves and fulls, we uh, we wish you the best of luck. We'll do one more podcast right before oh, yeah, definitely. Um, next week. But uh, but good luck in what you do. I'm going to go to a, a reader letter that we okay. got in on the uh, email. And it said, Jim, I've been listening to the Home Server Show. That's the other podcast that I do. The, uh, the tech podcast, the home tech one, that's the, another one that I do with a, a bunch of tech guys, and the fitness tech podcast for a couple months now. I really like them, and uh, you're doing a great job with all of them. So, th- so Dennis, thank you for that. Thank we you. We always appreciate the good comments. Now comes for the, the here's some, so the suggestion. He the says, from, from the fitness tech podcast I've listened, uh, I've listened to, I haven't really heard much tech discussed. Right. Well, and we kind of know that. Yeah. Um, I, I added that part. We, we kind of know we've gotten away from some of the tech parts and we'll talk about that here in a sec. He says, I'm a techie guy. And the fact that I'm listening to a fitness tech, tech podcast is a good first step. So congratulations on, on going the fitness route. And I'm hearing that from a, a few of the crossovers who have come from the technology stuff that I've done who are now listening to the fitness tech stuff and are thinking, oh, maybe I need to worry about my fitness a little bit more. Yes, so that's so exciting important. as well. You know, on the Average Guy Network, that's mm-hmm. what we're trying to do here is create podcasts for the average guy, right? Fitness for the average guy. So if you feel like you're just an average guy, we're here for you, right? That's and, right. And so we appreciate those feedbacks. He says, maybe I missed a show or maybe I could, uh, or maybe you could do a recap of what kind of tech you use to train and run with. Just a thought. Totally agree with him. We have gotten... Um, very event centric over the last oh geez over the over the winter um some of the earlier podcasts that you and i did had a lot of technology in them oh definitely a lot of things started happening and we just kind of leaned that way not intentionally so if you're looking for tech um one of the things we're going to do we're going to fix that and we'll talk about that that in future shows but uh We've got kind of a remedy on how to do both a technology podcast and and more of an event-driven interviews and those kinds of things podcast as well. So we got some things coming up. Stay tuned for the podcast. So Dennis, appreciate your your feedback to us. Um, He's got some information in there about a home server, uh, which we won't talk about on this show, but we did talk about (laughs) on the home server show. So Dennis, thanks for listening. Always good to get your feedback. Thank you. We love feedback. Yeah, we, that's how we can improve. We do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's talk some. Let's talk some technology a little bit more. I've got some questions for you. So there's been um, uh, with all the talk of uh, racing season coming up, um, and us talking a lot about that. There's been a lot of talk about tech and shoes. Yes. Uh, and a lot of questions on our Facebook page. We have a for the Lincoln Marathon. And by the way, if you're in a city, and there's a marathon, look for a page on Facebook because we have over 230. Um, kind of viewers or followers or whatever on the Lincoln Marathon page. And there's some really great dialogue going on out there. So um, if you haven't seen that yet, you might want to. Um, But one of the questions, Jamie, is in shoes. Um, I know there's a a 500-mile rule with shoes. There is. But give give me your thoughts on on that. Um, 
So I found like different brands last longer than some other brands. And um, you want to find a shoe, like when you're wearing an athletic shoe, you want it to be half a size to a full size bigger than your normal shoe size because when you're working out, your foot does expand. Really important. Oh, really important. Toenails get lost. I've lost a lot of toenails. And they were already half a size bigger, so I had to go to a full size bigger. Yeah, mm-hmm. really important to, to know your foot from that standpoint. Exactly. And if you um, if your foot is, you know, fitting right, you might want to think about, like, when you work out, getting a wider type of shoe. I mean, depending on your shoe size, too, um, because you can get bunions from having too narrow of a shoe, and it makes your foot really tight and it swells up a little bit, so. Yeah, what about orthotics? I mean, are, is that appropriate for a running shoe? You think of those in dress shoes, but... Can can you put those in running shoes? Oh, too? you can because you just take out your pad that's in the shoe and you insert your orthotic or your arch supports. And I used to have orthotics, but then I don't know, my body changed and it actually hindered me, and I got injured last mm. year really bad okay. from the orthotics that was just throwing off my body. So now, because I have flat feet, I have arch supports, and they are making a big difference. Okay. Again, you need to consult. You, to, you need to consult with your doctor right. or your podiatrist. Right. Yes, but definitely take that lining out and then put them in there. And if it's perfectly, you can't even tell they're in your shoe. In the last podcast, we interviewed um, uh, Jason Phipps. And uh, yes. we talked about his journey from smoking two and a half, two packs, pack and a half, two packs a day uh, back in December to um, running a marathon May 1st. It's a moving, very moving podcast. And if you haven't listened to it, if this is the first time you've heard us, or you missed that podcast, you need to go back and listen to it. Very, very, very compelling. And what number was that podcast? That's 30. 30. Podcast number 30. Okay. Go back and take a look at it. But, um, you know, one of the things, uh, that's a pretty extreme example, Jamie, really of is. someone. And, and sh- technology that's built into shoes can yes. be very, very important there. Exactly. Um, because um, it, you have to ca- you have to ca- take into conf- um, to consideration your weight yes. right, when you go at this. Mm-hmm. Um, your running style, mm-hmm. what your feet are doing when they're and, and, and you know he's going from zero to a hundred very very fast right. and right. doesn't have a lot of time to adjust all the to learn those right. things. I think, and, and you can correct me if I'm wrong here. My recommendation: most people shouldn't necessarily go that fast. No, right? I definitely recommend not to go that fast because you're going to burn yourself out and say this. This feels awful. This is dumb. I'm not doing this. So if I mean, you just make slow, gradual changes, and you'll eventually get there. Slow and steady always wins the race. Yeah, it really does. If I was going to so I see all these folks running this spring, and I think, oh, I really want to run. Realistically, couch to 5K, how long would it take me to get in shape? Okay, now I know that's everybody's different, right? Everybody's Weight different. and size yes. and physical condition, but... On average. But you can do a couch to 5K in 12 to 16 weeks. Okay. So by summer, by midsummer. Exactly. Realistically, I could be running a 5K. Yes. Once I'm up to a 5K, is it uh, 12 to 16 weeks for each additional 5K of distance? Yes. So by fall, I could be realistically safely running a 10K. Oh, easily. And then uh, I could consider winter or Mm -hmm. next spring Uh might, might be working up to a half. Correct. Yeah. And there, and there's some things, some intervals in there you could do to keep yourself, Yes. um, engaged in the running oh definitely and now some people go faster than that but then you're gonna deal with injuries and um whole other bunch of issues but if you do it gradually like in 12 week increments you'll notice a big difference and you'll feel you'll feel so much better about it and you'll feel a good sense of accomplishment because your body feels good you're not getting injured and you're not having the muscle soreness so that's a good way of easing into it 
Muscle soreness. Muscle soreness. And that gets a lot of people. It really I'm sore does. Almost every day. I'll be honest with you. There's there's not a day during my training cycles. There isn't a day that goes by that I don't hobble like I'm. You know. You may uh, need some more protein, Jim. Yeah, I know. I you it, know? it's it's although I do I push the workouts. I, I vary you do. them. I push mm-hmm. them pretty hard. Um, you know, trying to get ready for this right. for this upcoming event, but and you want very varying workouts as well. You want like um, some easier days, some harder days. Mix them up. You don't want to go all hard or all easy. You want to have interval changing workouts like that, and then your long runs on the weekends. So you could do um, three runs during the week with two days of cross training, and then your long run on the weekend, and then lift weights two days a week. Yeah, I think on your cross training days. I think um, so. Post marathon for me, I think mm-hmm. I'm going to reduce my overall running mm-hmm. um, distance, but I'm going to add bike into it. That's great. And uh, and maybe a swim, so you kind of know where I'm going with that. Oh yes. And uh, <laughs> it, um, shorten that, but shorten those up a little bit, and and try and add some add some additional variety to That's it. That's wonderful. But I'm going to keep a long run. I think I'm every other weekend. Good. The non we we shop every other weekend for groceries and stuff. That's kind of a pattern that we have at our house. Um, and, and Sarah, my wife holds to that very, very strictly. So, um, but I think the weekends we're not shopping would be great Saturday morning, a long run, never more than a half. Probably. Um, I have a nice 14 mile loop around the house, which is a little more than a half. Um, so that, that might be something I do from time to time just to kind of keep those wheels moving and, and that distance going. And I'm getting, I'm finding right now, and I know this sounds sick, but I'm, I'm finding at this point I'm really enjoying those, that half distance. Right. It's kind of crazy. I get to six and I'm like, okay, this just, that wasn't enough. Exactly. You know? So um, Good. I'm getting that feeling. Excited about adding the bike Wonderful. to it now, kind of mixing it up a little bit, changing it up. So, so pretty excited about that. Yeah. And that's exciting where that can lead to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No commitments yet, but right, right. no commitments yet. I got a long way to go. My swimming is atrocious. So oh, minus two. I've got a long way to go, um, to, to be able to, um, get to right. what we're talking about. And that's triathlon, of course. Right. Exactly. Um, but we'll start with a sprint. I'm going to start small. So I'm going to take, Good. I'm going to take uh, my own medicine here. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm going to drink my own champagne, so to speak. So I'm not going to go right for a 10 or for a half iron or an iron. Exactly. Right? I'm just I'm going to start steps. slow, yes. start with a sprint. And, uh, and, and maybe you're in that, uh, maybe you're listening, you're in that same boat as I am. You've been running, you've been, you're doing marathons. Um, and you're interested in, in, in looking at this idea of a trite. Love to hear from you. So podcast at TheAverageGuy.tv. And uh, maybe that's something we can talk about over the over the summer exactly and some of the technology that goes and summertime that. is like the big big time for it to occur may june july yeah well because you get in the water exactly you get on a bike right and the running is sometimes less than a 10k the so, weather's favorable yeah jamie let's talk a little bit about um stress fractures in events oh boy right uh, yeah. let's just we know uh carrie our good friend and and co-host Did she have on, a stress on this show fracture? no she had oh, one good. though oh, and she, she healed did. it um, i had one too at one time in Point. Yeah, mm-hmm. so f- so folks feel a pain. It doesn't. F- it feels bad, but it's it not does. broken. Certainly, right. you can walk right. on it, right? Yes. What What's kind of from a trainer's standpoint? What's the, What's the recommendation on that? How, how do you How do you? Uh, recommend well, for I'll first start with obviously. um, like consult a doctor. Right, exactly, that's the first thing exactly. you do is you go see your doctor. Yeah, see the doctor. But what's happening in your body is um, 
you may not be taking in enough calcium or for some reason your bones aren't getting enough calcium and then you're having all this pounding on top of it and it causes little micro fracture hairline tears in your bones little severs and um, it becomes turns into a fracture after you know overtraining and overuse and just using it for a long time becomes it turns into a fracture so then after that you have to go to physical therapy or you know get a walking boot somehow stabilize it and then your muscles start atrophying and but anyway you have to like you really have to rest yourself and take in a lot of calcium to build that back up and to heal yourself up so Jamie, um, what? How, how do I know I might have a stress fracture? If you're having a lot of shin splints or a lot of pain when you're running and nothing is helping it get better and it just seems to be progressing and getting a little worse, definitely go see your doctor, get an x-ray done. And they can an x-ray, they can tell from an x-ray. I mean, yes. basically a stress fracture is a broken bone that's not completely broken exactly. all the way through. Exactly. It has right? a little hairline fracture yeah. in it. And, mm-hmm. and those can be very dangerous. And yes. so folks, especially in an area really common for new runners. Exactly. Who exert themselves too much, too, too fast. Too much. Uh, and... What caused mine was I was still wearing old shoes that was way past the 500. It was probably on 5,000 miles. Who knows? Oh, boy. Oh, it was bad. And no one even told me about it. I didn't even know, you know. And the coaches didn't say anything. They never looked at that stuff. Yeah. And in my diet, I wasn't eating any calcium, no dairy products. And my diet was not very good at all, being a college student. Okay. So... And then you're running constantly and you're running on uneven ground. So it also depends on the surfaces that you're running on too. Okay. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if you're feeling, if it's hurting a it's lot. It's hurting a lot. Right? It was, was it throbbing? Oh yeah. It was throbbing. It was okay. painful just to touch it. Okay. You can feel it on the bone. It hurt. That's a good indication. Yeah. Yeah. No, don't and don't I mess got, around with that. No, I got to the point where it was so bad. I couldn't even like move my toe. It just was sharp shooting pain. It was awful. I couldn't even walk. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So real- that was during a run. They had to carry oh. me off the course. Oh. It was bad. That's never good. No. That's never good. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're if you're new to fitness or you're trying this fitness thing for the first time, or even if you just got into it back on January one, when, right. when folks made the New Year's resolution, really, really watch for that. Uh, especially if you're doing a lot of running. Exactly. Uh, watch for that stress factor. It, it, yeah. It can, that can be really, really painful. And today, someone said that you know they're training for their first half marathon, which is May fifteenth, the Papillion. Mm-hmm. And her bones are hurting. Mm-hmm. I go, well, how is your calcium intake? She's like, oh, I only have about one string cheese a day, and that's it. I'm like, you need a lot more calcium. Your bones, your yeah. body's letting you know that yeah. your bones need calcium. You need to strengthen up those bones. Exactly. That's the infrastructure that carries you for right. 13 And even miles. though I was lifting weights, that wasn't enough. I needed that calcium. Yeah, and, and lifting weights you, really does promote It really does help build strength, bone right? density. Yeah. Yes. That's crazy the way that works. It's very important. Yeah. 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 Kind of looking forward to getting back some of that, that weightlifting. I've really, I've leaned down. I've tried to lean down. You and have, so I purposely yeah. not developed my upper body at all. Where in Omaha last fall, we had done the push-up sit-up contest. Right. And I had, I had kind of bulked up in the upper body. It looked good in pictures. <laughs> but it, Yeah, it, the triangle formation. I did. I did. It looked really good in pictures. I'm like, wow, that's, that <laughs> looks good. I had this uh, tight compression shirt on, which really helps. Speaking of a piece of technology that uh, that really works well, compression gear that's 
new yes. compression gear these days is amazing. And so if you're running or doing any activities and you do it in a cotton t-shirt, you are oh, absolutely gosh. robbing yourself. Don't wear comfort. cotton. Yeah, it's it's terrible. It'll and, make your workout miserable, yeah. your race miserable. Yeah, and guys, it's you'll bleed good. for sure. Oh, yeah. If you're running. Put on band-aids. Uh, <laughs> If you're wearing cotton. So um, one of the greatest technologies I think that's been developed in the last five years, sure. dry fit has just gotten so good. It's and I don't know amazing. what the, I don't know what the name of that technology is behind that. I think dry fit is a brand. Yeah. Or duo dryer. Yeah. Whatever. But you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, Polyester and rayon. It's a, it's a, it's a combo and, mm -hmm. and it, it uh, just wicks that water away from your body. That's amazing. Dries so, up quickly. So you're not leaving cold and you don't feel like you're wearing this heavy, workout gear right yeah. yeah it's fabulous i wore it for uh for the marathon last year first time i'd done compression as a oh, shirt really last last uh, fall at omaha and it was fabulous i just i oh, nice. I, I still i'll be honest i still use band-aids because that it just it's just tough for us guys um but um it, yeah you got to get they're so they've made so many advancements in shirt and shorts right gear i also wear compression shorts that yes. I wear running shorts over the top of that. And um, that has made it from a chafing standpoint, that has made the world a difference. So if you're running oh, long sure. distance and you're chafing, you got to get yourself a pair of compression um, mm -hmm. shorts. They're cheap. 15 bucks, I think, is what I paid for mine. I even think I bought a Target or a Kohl's okay. brand. And it's been fabulous. So don't skimp on, we talk about shoes are expensive. Clothes don't have to be expensive. Yeah, you um, could get great brands at Target and Kohl's. And yeah, I think I got still. my Nike shirt at, at uh, Dick's Sportswear nice. for 20 bucks. Exactly. So you can, um, that's, that's worth every every penny. It is. And there's usually explain. sales and coupons out there too. You just have to hit yeah. them. No, right on. Mm -hmm. Right on. Yeah. So if you're, you know, um, this now's the time all that gear will be out because summer's coming. Exactly. Um, go out and take a peek. And then if it works for you next fall, look for those same items as right. they're clearancing them. I'm all out. If you think you're going to be running for a while now, you might want to start looking at the running gear uh, for the winter running gear. So jackets, long sleeve, gloves. I picked up a pair of really nice fleece running gloves. Uh, oh, $5. Nice. $5. $5. That's awesome. On clearance. So um, those are the kind of things. I love gloves. And so it's, it's one of those things I'm always looking for every time I'm in, in the uh, sports sports store. I'm looking for a good pair of running gloves. And, That's uh, perfect. Yeah. I'm thinking for a race shirt in the future. I want to get one of those. That it has pockets in the back so you can stick your, you know, gels and goos and Kleenexes yeah. and whatever you want to bring into those pockets. Now, traditionally, That's those are biking shirts. Really? Right, the bikers yeah. wear those, and they have pockets in the back so they can stuff them. Yeah. It would be great. Maybe there's an avenue for uh, uh, some running design mm -hmm. to have the same thing. I, I, I'd like to have them. Exactly. I'd actually wouldn't mind having some goo pockets up here on my oh, sleeves. Oh, yeah, on the sleeve. You stick one or two goos See, in there. See, that's smart. Because they already have yeah. pockets in the shorts, but they're so tiny. It's just for keys. Right. Yeah. No, you can't do and that. And they also have the key pockets insert in the gloves. In the gloves. Dry fit gloves. So, so yeah, if you're listening out there and you make running clothes, there you go. There's a, but but you're right. That would be great to be able to put it those would. goose. Exactly. I'm, I'm actually contemplating running with a, a Columbia fanny pack. And now oh, I, yeah. I never, those have gotten a bad, you know, those got a bad rap. In the, but it's it's more, it's got water bottle holders in oh. it. And I've done the last two long runs with it. Nice. Very, I bet that very works comfortable. great. Yep. I keep my phone in it. I keep, I can keep keys in it. I keep my wallet in it while I'm running. But, you know, with almost Where'd no, you get that at? I think I bought that at a Shields or it was at a big box store. They were clearancing it. Okay. Um, and I thought, oh, hey, no, you know, actually, uh, um, 
Uh, oh, a local, one of our local ones here in Omaha. Oh, I forget. Okay. It's, it's, um, hmm. It's been here a long time. Anyways, doesn't Ballers matter. Or yeah, one of those. Yeah. Uh, I can't. I can't. I just can't think of it. It'll come here in a sec. The query will come back in a second. Um, but yeah, I, I found that and I actually used that when I uh, ran up Mount Evans. Really. And I could keep. You know, I can keep two That's up to smart. two twenty ounce bottles in exactly. it. And uh, it, those are Gatorade bottles work really well for the skinny mm-hmm. ones that have the stippy top. Oh, perfect. So to speak. Um, and, uh, and then I carry a couple of protein bars. I could carry cheese. I could p- carry a case of goose. And wow. And it's really wide on my back. Okay. So it doesn't create a pinch point or a oh, rub good. point that would, um, and doesn't know. bounce around. It doesn't. Hmm. No, I've had really good luck with it. So that's, <coughs> excuse me. That's been something I've, I've had really good luck with. I'm even contemplating running with it in Lincoln. So. I'll have to try that you for know. my long run this weekend. Yeah. Then maybe I could wear that. Yeah, it's wi- it's wide. I mean, I'm talking it's probably 9 to 10 or 12 inches wide okay. on your back. Okay. Real nice padding on there. Okay. And then a, a wide belt that comes in and, and mm-hmm. clips in. I just cinched that up. And then it, it also has cinches for the water bottles. So you can oh. cinch those water bottles in tight nice. to you so they don't they don't jiggle around. Okay. Um, so I've just, I've found that to be, rather than carrying stuff, I found that to be, and right. the spy belt I use has a really thin yes. waist and it's good for carrying just a few things and it's mm-hmm. really light, but I also find it pinches. It, it, oh, it does. It rubs. Okay. Cause I was also thinking about a spy belt for my gels. Yeah, and no, I like it. I yeah. like it. It's a light. If I think if I was doing less than a half, I always put my phone in it when we train. Right, exactly. So eh, it works. Okay. I've just, for the longer distances, I've just enjoyed having this this pack with me. Hmm. Um, when I pulled it out on that Saturday, Phipps called it a backpack. He's <laughs> like, are you, you, are you carrying a backpack with us today? <laughs> and uh, and I said no. And and uh, in the end, he knew why I brought it. So it's it's it oh, that's carry perfect. everything I need. So it's good. Hmm. Hey, real quick, let's talk about as we wrap things up because we're getting close to the end of our time here. Um, let's talk about some uh, iPhone or um, Android apps right. Right, that might mm-hmm. help us from a, a point of nutrition. Because tracking your nutrition, tracking your nutrition is really great. Important. Yes, you that way you know exactly what you're taking in for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and your snacks. You get your total calorie intake, and you can also um, input your exercise for the day too. So it keeps you accountable that way, and you can share it with family and friends, and they will hold you accountable to what your goals are. And some good applications are um, Spark People. Um, My Fitness Pal is on the iPhone and Droid. Is Fit Day? Fit Day is on the website. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. And there's dailyplate.com, fitday.com. Daily but I think mm-hmm. uh, Live Strong has an application. Yeah, for and that's through Daily Plate. That's through Daily Plate. Yes, they, they've kind of come but together. But my um, fitnesspal.com, that's a free app. And then there's apps that you can pay for too that are great tracking tools, especially um, when you have your phone with you all the time. Your eating meal, you could just scan in the barcode or you could just type in what you're eating. It'll pull up all the nutrition facts for you. And there you go. So it's a lot easier than manually typing it on a on the internet yeah and i need to do more of that my, my buddy i had lunch with a buddy yesterday and and he's doing that now he's oh, dropped nice five or six pounds it since he started tracking it mm-hmm. i know the last time i started tracking my calorie intake i the weight just began to just shed off oh yeah it's amazing mm-hmm. like you don't even realize until you start tracking you're like oh my gosh i was just mindlessly eating right there and i didn't need those 500 calories 
So, yeah. And you know, Jamie, if you're tracking that stuff, what are a few tips for folks? I mean, what are a few pitfalls that, that may get in the way of, of you actually doing the tracking? You know, do you know? Um, like some people just don't like to manually track it all the time, but if you have your phone, that makes it the easiest possible way to track because it's right there when you're eating, just type it in as you're eating instead of writing down, oh, I forgot what I ate because I didn't write it down. Then I have to try to remember and, oh, I'm not going to enter that in because it was only like one M&M. But yeah. when you have your phone there with you, you could just easily input it. And a lot of people don't like the hassle, you know, of manually tracking and trying to type everything in later but with your phone it's like foolproof really yeah and most people have their phones with them oh yeah all the time you know look in the app store right go through yes. evaluate a few exactly um, it's totally worth it go online to their websites all of them have websites and and um you know like live strong you can go there and get some reviews you can get some reviews right from the app store right um in on your phone whether that's iphone or or android um, based, I kind of miss uh, not having my Palm Pre because I can't talk about the, the uh, HP OS anymore right. or the Web OS, and um, and so and then Windows Phone, of course, is out as well, and that apps community is building uh, more and more apps are getting built there. So if you see it in Android or iOS, chances are it's coming to the, the Windows Phone Seven um, platform. And I and I know there's some of these uh, I use. I think I use Livestrong or one of those apps on the mm-hmm. WebOS as well. So oh, good. available across most of the platforms that exactly. are out there. Blackberry's got some apps yes. uh, uh, you know, right. for that as well. But even if you, if you have to pay for it, it's totally worth it because if you go to a trainer or go to a nutrition center, you'll have to pay for it anyway. And this will hold you accountable. And you can include your friends and have like a friend and family support group right there with you. And you can share your data between everyone. Yeah, and most of them are less than five dollars. Yeah, and so totally. Live Strong is two ninety nine. Exactly. Uh, it it has uh, six hundred and twenty five thousand different foods uh, already in their database. Well, on dailyplate.com, that's free. You know, online and fitday.com is free as well. And there's also calorieking.com and. I mean, there's a lot of free. Yeah, even if you don't websites. have a phone, exactly, right? You can you go can on the still web. Do this. Um, most most of those sites are open for work uh, for people at work as right. well. Those don't get blocked oftentimes, and you can right after lunch. You know, when I was doing it, and before I would do it on my phone. Actually, I, I never tracked it on my phone. I always did it on the website. I would take a little yellow sticky pad with me when I would go, and I would write as I was eating oh, lunch. Good. I would write down mm-hmm. what I have or a notepad or whatever, napkin. Exactly. Just jot it down so I could put it in my pocket, and then when I got back to my PC, I could put it in. And I must have did perfect. it for five weeks, I think, mm-hmm. and lost. I bet I lost 12 pounds uh, during I those. I believe it. During those five weeks, you guys were pretty helpful in, in kind of tracking it with me. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So it's it's another way to go about it, right? Nutrition, nutrition, nutrition. For sure. And the main thing is to share your goals and share what you're doing with people because that will help hold you accountable and help you to stay um, on top of your goal to achieve success. And it's also a good way to, you know, push others to do the same. And it's a good way. That way you don't fall back and say, oh, I don't want to, st- you know, I'm not going to do this. So definitely share your goals and get other people in on it with you. Yeah. Yeah. Accountability is key, right? It is key. Forming groups. We found from exactly. the experiment called the Mud Mafia right. that um, that folks really respond to groups yes. very well. And that the Mud Mafia continues to grow and, and be um, and very popular in, in what we're doing. It is an accountability group. It's a family. It's something you could be a part of. It is. 
and the people you hang around with, those are the type of people you tend to, you Emulate. know, become yourself. Exactly. So um, if you are surrounding yourself with healthy people, you're more likely to make healthy habits, make healthy food choices, and stick to a great plan instead of hanging out with those friends who want to go eat cheeseburger and fries and then top it off with a few beers and yeah. the weight will come on really oh fast. Liquid calories can fill Liquid up Liquid calories, fast. cholesterol, blood pressure issues, even diabetes. Yeah. So, Well, I'm trying to start a new trend, Jamie, single-handedly trying to change geeks into uh, geek athletes. Good. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a computer nerd from way back, way back in the 80s. And uh, I've always been involved in technology, but uh, recently right. have gotten into, into you know, um, running and, and athletics yes. and fitness. It's probably the best way to say it, into fitness. And uh, trying to drag some of my, That's my good. technology brethren over with me. So if you're one of those technology brethren who's, um, you know, you find yourself sitting at a desk all day and you're, you're a little, maybe a little overweight or you right. haven't worked it's out, hard. you haven't seen the uh, inside of a gym or a tennis shoe in five years, um, Hey, no better time like the present, and you don't have to be a total athlete to do no, these things. No, um, I, you know, I go out. I've gotten faster every year, but I, I'm almost always in the 50th percentile. When I run Lincoln, I'll be probably in the 65th or 70th percentile Which is of just all the fine. runners. It's fine mm -hmm. with me. Hey, I finished. Yeah. yeah, it's more than others folks do, and so it's a good. But good you're being active and healthy. Yeah. You know, yeah. setting yeah. a good example for your family. No, it's very good. So it is. well, good. Well, uh, Jamie, uh, we've we've come to the end of another podcast for us. So it's good to be back, kind of just talking right, topics right. and technology. The future will be more of this with you and me. Yes, correct. And uh, we've got some other things coming that Jamie doesn't even know about yet. We're going to talk about it right here after we're done with the podcast. But stay tuned. Uh, we've got some really exciting things coming from a fitness tech standpoint. For and, sure. And. Uh, We've had some some really good success over the last couple of months. The, the numbers uh, just Monday alone, um, one of our um, indicators, one of the statistics that I track on the site, um, went from an average of 40 to 200. Wow. Yeah. So every once in a while we see these little spikes in there, which, which tells us you're listening. And we appreciate you listening. Of course, the best way to listen is to get this podcast automatically yes, in some way. And sure. we're working on getting your computer fixed so you can do that. But uh, if you're, you know, if you've got a laptop or you sync with your um, iPod, of course, doing it through iTunes is the easiest way to get the podcast in. Right. We have all those links out at theaverageguy.tv. You can just click on the sync with iTunes and it will set all that up for you automatically and get it to your iPod. You can listen to it while you work out or drive in your car. Exactly. Walk. Yes. Uh, walk around with folks. So you can do it that way. Um, if you don't have an iPod or you've got some other brand of an MP3 player like a Zune, we do have an RSS feed out on the site that you can grab and put that into the Zune player or whatever, a double twist, whatever your, exactly. your player of choice is, and that'll sync. Um, I know some folks use the double twist application to sync with their Android phones because Android doesn't have an iTunes player. Um, so all this technology, this and is great. It is. So uh, it double twist again. We'll take uh, the if you just search for fitness tech. Um, oftentimes you can find it, or you can go out to our site, grab the RSS feed, and put that in double twist, and it will automatically download the podcast for you. That's the best way to get these podcasts. So you don't wait for them; they just exactly. automatically come in as soon as we release Which them. Which is great. And we've been doing a couple a week, so I think that that's going to stay. That's going to stay pretty consistent. Probably two, mm -hmm. yeah, probably um, three every two weeks is probably what we're going to stay on for a while. And, and so a lot of good information. Great Your information. Your feedback is important to us, podcast yes. at theaverageguy.tv. Jamie, next week I want to talk a little bit about heart rate monitors. And, and actually I want, to, I want you to talk and be ready to talk a little bit about 
um, uh, training zones for awesome. using your heart rate monitor Good. to manage your training zones. Perfect. That's something I don't do at all. So okay. you'll be able to talk and I'll shut up <laughs> for a while. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> and um, listeners, just remember that nutrition is 80% of it. So please start tracking your calories. It's going to make a big difference. And you'll notice results pretty quickly realizing what you are eating because you are what you eat. Yeah, I got a tweet this week from, mm-hmm. I think it was actually just, Maybe it was from Dennis too, but the the one who, the email that I'd read, and he'd said, you know, can a can a big guy like me, you know, run a five k in twelve weeks? And I would absolutely, absolutely. But I told him, unless you if you don't fix your nutrition, well, it, a lot of it will be in vain. You can just run yourself, and I've done this before. Oh yeah, run yourself into the ground or work out yourself into the ground, and not not shed see a pound. any difference. Yeah, it's really, all about nutrition, and breakfast really is. is the most important meal of the day. It is. So yeah. make sure you eat breakfast, and make sure it's not Captain Crunch. <laughs> right. You the, want high fiber breakfast. Yeah. With some protein. Something that'll stick. Yes. And I found I love. I'm getting kind of more back into oatmeal. Throw mm-hmm. some raisins in there. I call those power pellets. Oh yeah, and they are. They're just yeah. They're little dynamos. They're of wonderful. Food. Um, and so it's, it's, uh, it's all good. So, okay, we'll be back next week. We've done another Great. one. This is 31 and yes. uh, we'll see you back here next week. Thanks for listening. Thank you.